You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Rhonda, and today is Friday, May the 21st. I didn't expect to come back so soon on the series, A Gateway to a New Economy. This is part seven. But, chilling, minding my own business, uh, checking out some of the other YouTubers who also follow the financial market pretty closely. And I discovered that uh, the Fed Chairman Powell put out a statement yesterday. Here we go, family. Uh, Chairman, Fed Chairman Powell pretty much puts out a statement talking about uh, the development of uh, the U.S. payment system. And this is regarding cryptocurrency family. So, uh, sorry about that. Trying to adjust my mic. Okay. So, uh, this was yesterday. And you can go to the Federal Reserve's website. Uh, he has a video out. Uh, I'm just going to read through the transcripts. This is uh, Chairman Federal Powell. Today we are in the midst of a technological revolution that is fundamentally changing our world, reshaping how we communicate, access information, and purchase goods and services. As the Central Bank of the United States, the Federal Reserve is charged with promoting monetary and financial stability and the safety and efficiency of payment systems. In pursuit of these core functions, we have been carefully monitoring and adapting to the technological innovations now transforming the world of payments, finance, and banking. The effective functioning of our economy requires that people have faith and confidence not only in the dollar, but also in the payment networks, banks, and other payment service providers that allow money to flow on a daily basis. Our focus is on ensuring a safe and efficient payment system that provides broad benefits to American households and businesses while also embracing innovation. In the Fed's early days, the development of dedicated telegraph wires facilitated the transfer of funds between banks. In the 1980s, automated clearinghousing, clearinghouse services made it possible for electronic bill payments to the alternative to paper checks. In 2019, the Federal Reserve committed to building the Fed Now service, which enabled banks to provide real-time or instant payments to their customers around the clock, 365 days a year, benefiting communities across America. Okay, so for uh, my younger generation, uh, millennials, you probably know this. Uh, definitely the Z generation. Back in the day, 
it used to take a minimum a couple of days to process a transaction and really it was just via check and um realistically it took five to seven days that's why a lot of folks back up in the day was doing um check fraud uh they would call them writing floating checks um you will hear old heads talking about um post dating a check etc etc okay so meaning you we didn't have debit cards back then right where you could just swipe and it instantaneously happened the closest we had were credit cards and even with the credit cards back in the day they were really high level pre paid debit cards where credit cards you had to put up so much money on the card to use it. So only the really, really wealthy got lines of credit from the bank. All right. So in the 80s, um, that's when they started the behind the scenes electronic process of being able to do electronic bill pay and all of that. Um, and those in tech, I know you remember, although this is before my time, had a lot of the, the tech people tell me the whole thing about the EDI, okay? That, that was the technology behind that. And the, the guy that uh, started the EDI company, or he was head over it, was Ross Perot. So go do a little bit of research on Ross Perot. He wind up in later years, subsequently, running for president a couple of times. All right. So you see how all of that's connected with folks being on that business side of the house and then going into politics. All right. So um, just to give you a little background for those that did not know how uh, the payment system used to process back in the day. So in the 80s, that was a huge leap to start behind the scenes doing electronic bill payment. Um, and so in 2019, the Fed Reserve committed to building the FedNow services, service, which will enable banks to provide real-time or instant payments to their customers around the clock, 360 five days a year benefiting communities across America. Recently, the rise of distributed ledger technology, which offers a new approach to recording ownership of assets, has allowed for the creation of a range of new financial products and services, including cryptocurrency. All right. Now, Bitcoin, uh, and this is especially for those that do not know the history of Bitcoin, and this is especially for those who unfortunately talked a lot of people out of 
getting in on digital currency and subsequently they could have made a lot of money because those naysayers who had absolutely no idea of what cryptocurrency was, they hadn't done any research, oh, it's a scam, it's a fad, but those of us that do the research and that's in tech kept telling you what it was, now here we are, okay? So just to be clear, Bitcoin, for those that don't know, uh, to date, that is the leading currency out of the crypto space because it was the first one out the gate, all right? It came on the scene in 2008, and that was right around the time that the housing market crashed the world economy. But it came on uh, the scene as just a little small technology project. And uh, at first they were really giving away coins, a uh, couple pennies. I think it was like a penny. Then it went to five cent. Then I heard about it when it was at 25 cent. But of course, it's never explained right. I didn't know how to get to it, yada, yada, yada. Um, nonetheless, the folks that latched on to Bitcoin were uh, two types of folks. First folks were really uh, people in the gaming space. So that was basically men. Women, for the most part, are not into gaming like that. So the gaming community, because it is a community, so which that consists of majority of white men, um, but some melanated men are into gaming as well. Um, and some tech folks, which tech is dominated by men, specifically white men. So they were the ones from that perspective, using, uh, 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 start collecting these coins and uh, bitcoins. And they were literally trading them among each other. And they were tra trading them in the gaming community. All right. And then um, if you follow Bitcoin, you heard the story where one dude was playing around with a pizza place and he bought a pizza with Bitcoins. And oh my God, I forget how many Bitcoins he used to buy that pizza. And fast forward, uh, he essentially spent like a million dollars on that pizza if you put that into what Bitcoin wind up being worth, all right? So that's the first audience on Bitcoin, uh, the early adopters. The second audience was the black market. So all of your, your shady dealing people, the underworld, they were using it to wash money, okay? Um, and then you had different movies. It wasn't many that gave little hints at folks using Bitcoin to wash money. All right. So <clears throat> as uh, the thing where it started to grow 
into, uh, and it's still not mainstream by any percent. It's not mainstream. Still, as I make this, maybe, maybe 2% of the total population hold cryptocurrency in general. Just 2% across the world, all right? And look how much it has blown up, all right? But the technology behind it grew into being able to process transactions a heck of a lot faster and more secure, all right? So how it started being promoted uh, to that one, two percent of the populace is that it was going to replace banks. It was going to replace banks. It was going to replace the need to have Federal Reserve, central banks, yada, yada, yada. Okay. And the technology was superior. So when you hear something called blockchain technology, um, that is directly speaking in the crypto space and you hear them talk about smart contracts and all of that jazz, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So that's when it really started gaining traction and especially in the quote, quote, alternative, uh, community. So those that they labeled as conspiracy theory theorists and, um, et cetera, really like the idea of something that was going to not break the cycle rather of uh banks etc. All right, so my thing was as it started uh Bitcoin in particular started rising in value and popularity but still only popular with 2% of the population think it's probably up to 2% now. And that was just recently when Bitcoin jumped to 60,000 per coin, all right? Because before that big jump, when it was into the 30,000 per coin, uh which now I think it's back up is maybe up to what 40 something today or 30. Okay, we're probably back down to that 1%. Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay, it's 37. It's 37 at, as I make this. Um, it was, uh, now it, it was up to 2%. Okay. So I started, a light bulb went on. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold the brakes. Press, press it, Rhonda. Press, 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 press it. This is not somebody that said, oh, and, and just to add to the whole Bitcoin thing, it is still unclear who developed it, who created Bitcoin, right? Now, they claim supposedly and allegedly, and this is just a legend, that some Japanese dude that lived in America created, but that's never created Bitcoin, that has never been confirmed, right? There was something put out called a white paper. And those in tech, you know what a white paper is. It's just a synopsis of the history and the foundation of a particular technology. So they put out a white paper on Bitcoin that goes through uh, what the base 
technology of it is, what its sole purpose is about, yada, yada, yada. And in that white paper, supposedly and allegedly, uh, the Japanese guy created it, but he has yet to be brought to the forefront as an actual person. And that has not officially been confirmed. So with all of that said and said, the conspiracy tinfoil hat in me said, nah, that's not the official story. This was created by the alphabet boys as the new face of the financial world. And it's going to serve two purposes. First purpose was also to move money around under the table to fund their particular co-intel pro projects, right? So to move stuff around when they need money, they don't want it to get approved through the regular levels on the books. Crypto was an excellent way to move stuff around, okay? So just as the criminals, quote, quote, on the black market was doing it. Now, this is, I don't have any proof of this. That's just the tinfoil hat in me. I feel so were the alphabet boys doing in their coat and tail pro operations. That was number one. So I say that particular industry, the alphabet boys created this tech and they put it out. The second and most important piece was it would be the new financial system. And they were using Bitcoin as the test ground to get us moved over to a total new financial system, right? Bitcoin was just the test ground to move us over to a new digital system okay all right so let me keep reading and then uh we'll we'll talk about it uh, a little more so recently the rise of distributed ledger technology which offers a new approach to recording ownership of assets has allowed for the creation of a new range of new financial products and services including cryptocurrency to date Cryptocurrency has not served as a convenient way to make payments, given, among other factors, their swings in value. Now, remember, just two days ago, I had to provide an update because the market, the cryptocurrency market, uh, was crashing. And I told you all then it was a planned crash. All right. Nonetheless, coins tied to the value of the dollar or another currency known as stable coins have emerged as a new way to make payments. The stable coins aim to use new technologies in a way that has the potential to enhance payment efficiency, speed up settlement flows, and reduce end-user costs, but they may also carry potential risks to those users and to the broader financial system. Okay, so I want y'all to think about this. Today, as um, 
transactions are flowing through the system, when you are using your credit card or your debit card, you have companies that process that transaction and have to hit your bank ledger uh, to get the money and pay it out to the other system. So each particular transaction that those companies do, which are separate companies, by the way, businesses have been created off of this, big businesses, as a matter of fact, they get a uh, fee off of that, okay? It's only pennies, but based on the volume is where they were uh, making a lot of their money, okay? All right. For example, although the value of a stable coin may be tied to the value of a dollar, these coins may not come with the same protection as traditional means of payments, such as physical currency or the deposits in your bank account. Therefore, as stable coins use increases, so must our attention to the appropriate regulatory and oversight framework. Let me stop right there. Because from the time that I had posted the update on the cryptocurrency crash the other day, right after I posted that video, they also came out, the IRS also came out, and said they're going to start cracking down on um, the cryptocurrency space for folks not paying taxes because with the crypto market, you can literally take your transactions offline in what they call a digital wallet. And so that's just a fancy way to say um, you can put it on a disk drive if that may a thumbnail 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 okay but it's much more complicated than a thumbnail because it's a lot of security wrapped around it with um sacred keys etc etc but just think of it in the mindset of a digital wallet as a thumbnail so you could take all of your digital currency um value and place it on this thumbnail drive that they're calling a did it's really a digital wallet that's what a digital wallet means so if you have your crypto on a digital wallet that's equivalent to you taking your money out the bank and putting it under your mattress or in a safe but it's even worse than that because they really can't track that at all because they don't have the code to your sacred key, right? So they don't know how much you have. Um, they can't track how to collect taxes on it, etc. And another um, place where you buy, you can buy digital currency named Beyonce. They are up under investigation by the SEC for um, not reporting 
folks that were selling their crypto on their particular exchange. So the Fed or the IRS rather can collect taxes. Now, literally, family, from the time I put up that video, all this, what I'm telling you, came out back to back. And I said, uh-huh, I know where they're going with this. They're going to wrap regulations around crypto because they are going to release their own digital uh, system. Okay, because we already know that there is a USD digital coin. We already know China has its own digital coin. And remember, China was the one that came out a couple of days ago and said they're stopping the use of Bitcoin. They're not too, quote, quote, keen on it anymore. Ah, and I, I said then, oh, really, China? Well, I we already knew that China already has its own digital currency. Okay? So, let's keep going. This includes paying attention to private sector payments, innovators who are currently not within the traditional regulatory arrangements applied to banks, investment firms, and other financial intermediaries. So, remember when I told you it was a planned crash, cryptocurrency crash a couple days ago? This particular update by uh, Fed Chairman Powell pr pretty much proves my point that that was uh, planned. With Elon Musk was used as the poster boy to set off people to start selling off their stuff. It was all planned. All right. So let's let's keep going. Technical advances also offer new possibilities to central banks, including the Fed. Sips water for those that I've been telling y'all for years. It was coming. You couldn't see past what you thought the dollar is. I told you it was coming. From an esoteric perspective, I told you why it's coming. I told you all out the gate that it had, uh, they set it up from a tech perspective to stand up a digital financial system. And now, this is coming from the Fed chairman. The technical advances also offer new possibilities to central banks, including the Fed. I told you all last year when the World Economic Forum met to specifically discuss cryptocurrency all across the board, they gave it a thumbs up. In particular, technology now enables the development of issuance. Chow, I'm fenced to sip my water. 
Because I told y'all. I told y'all. Of Central Bank Digital Currencies or CBDC. Now those that have been following the crypto space, the term CBDC is not new to us. We knew that's what they were working on. So let me just read that sentence again for anyone, the slow ones in the back, for what is really going on. They're sunsetting one financial system. They're going into digital. Bitcoin was the test ground. For the technology, it was also the test ground to start getting the public acclimated to digital currency. I'm just going to read that sentence again so we are clear on what this man is telling you. In particular, technology now enables the development and issuance of central bank digital currency or CBDC. A CBDC is a new type of central bank liability issued in digital form. While various structures and technologies might be used, a CBDC could be designed for use by the general public. Boom! For the past, oh, and just to be clear, that means those particular uh, digital currencies whose technology is the strongest will be the ones still benefiting. For the past several years, the Federal Reserve has been exploring. Huh? Wait, what? For the past, what? Several years, the Federal Reserve has been exploring the potential benefits and risk of CBDC from a variety of angles, including through technological research and experimentation. Huh? Hmm. Sips water, as I remember repeatedly saying that they are behind the scenes testing it. You do not release new technology this huge, this big of an impact without experimenting and testing. And I am telling you that the prototype, all right, the prototype for digital currency was Bitcoin. The prototype for the new digital currency system that we are going to was Bitcoin. Our key focus is on whether and how a CBDC could improve on an already safe, effective, dynamic, and efficient U.S. domestic payment system. 
We think it is important that any potential CBDC could serve as a complement to and not a replacement of cash and current private sector digital forms of, of the dollar, such as deposits at commercial banks. The design of a CBDC would raise important monetary policy, financial stability, consumer protection, legal and private privacy considerations will require careful thought and analysis, including input from the public and elected officials. Okay, because the elected officials, remember what I told you all and what everybody keeps forgetting that the Fed, they're just the bookie who approves all of this, uh, approves all of what um, the Feds do is Congress. Okay? So um, that means Congress would have to approve it. And of course, Congress would need the... Uh, approval of the public which they're going to sweeten it up that's why they're going to implement it slowly because he he's saying up here that it's going to be a combination of the digital but that's not going to replace cash and i'm telling you it's not going to replace cash for right now initially out the gate all right because like i said right now all of the trillions and trillions of dollars that have been spent, there are not paper currency in the equivalent. There's only so much paper currency that they currently print anyway. All right. So to help stimulate broad conversation, the Federal Reserve Board will issue a discussion paper this summer outlining our current thinking on digital payments with a particular focus on the benefit and risk associated with CBDC in the U.S. content. Baby, I can't wait for that paper. We're going to chop it up when that paper comes. As part of this process, we will ask for public comment on issues related to payment, financial institute, I'm sorry, financial inclusion, data privacy, and information security. We are committed at the Federal Reserve to hearing a wide range of voices on this important issue before making any decision on whether and how to move forward with a U.S. CB, CBDC taking account of the broader risk and opportunities it could offer. The paper represents the beginning of, okay, so this paper that he's talking about in the tech world, that's what we call a white paper. The paper represents the beginning of what will be a thoughtful and deliberative process. Irrespective of conclusion we ultimately reach, we expect to play a leading role. Child, let me sip my water. We expect to play a leading role in developing international standards for CBDC. Remember when I told y'all last year that the World Economic Forum 
held a conference specifically on digital currency and they gave it a thumbs up. Engaging actively with central banks in other jurisdictions as well as regulators and supervisors here in the United States throughout that process. The Federal Reserve remains committed to ensuring that the public has access to a safe, reliable, and secure payment system. Our forthcoming paper on the evolution of digital payments is intended, along with our other works as a supervisor, regulator, and payment system operator, to advance the objective of ensuring that the payment system and the uh, economy work for all Americans. We look forward to hearing your thoughts on this important topic. So, ciao. This came out from uh, Chairman Jerome Powell yesterday. Okay. And you can find this on the Federal Reserve uh, government website. Um, and shout out to uh, the YouTube channels, the other YouTube financial channels that cover this stuff. Um, like I said, I hadn't even got a chance to take my breath. I was literally exhausted yesterday and got up this morning and um, one of the channels had... Um, found this on their, uh, the Fed Reserve website. Okay. So I don't find it coincidence that the crypto space crashed two days ago. And now the Fed Reserve is coming out saying, oh yeah, we're going to put out a paper discussing implementing a digital central bank coin. Oh yeah. And by the way, we've been experimenting with it. Oh yeah. And by the way, we're talking about the U S being the test ground to do this internationally. That don't sound like they thinking about it to me. That sounds like to me, like I've been telling y'all they're in the process of implementing it. So what you are witnessing family is the change from one particular financial system over to a uh, digital system, okay? So now that the, the uh, feds, the um, IRS, the SEC, they are going to wrap regulations around the cryptocurrency space. So that means a lot of these uh, other coins, they're going to be shaken out. They're going to go away. And then the stronger set of coins will remain. More than likely, they're going to jump back up in value. In particular, uh, let's see when this paper comes out this summer. But when they do eventually switch over to the digital market, those coins will uh, still jump in value. The ones that were literally focusing on the technology of moving around the transactions, of having uh, 
making the digital ledger secure, the ones that um, focus on smart contracts. Those are the ones that are going to be left standing and that are going to go higher in value. Okay. Um, now, of course, this is just my personal opinion. You take it for what it is, uh, but make no mistake about it. Crypto was never set up to overthrow the system. I'm going to say that again because when I finally caught on, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Nah, uh, nah. This is just a test run. Crypto was never set up. So Bitcoin and all the other leading digital coins were never set up to overthrow the system. They were set up to replace an old infrastructure and to move the world to a digital currency. All right. From an esoteric perspective, it is trying to keep up with the new frequency. So going from a slower moving currency, are you following me? So going from a slower moving currency to a faster one. So as we went from a slower frequency to a faster one or a higher frequency, okay? Because everything happens in the spiritual realm first and then it is manifested or created in the physical realm, right? So all of this is deeper than just about the financial system. This is about a system and quote, quote, entities or energies trying to keep up with the new frequency, the Aquarian age. Okay. So I hope that this finds you well, family. Um, you have a wonderful weekend and child at the rate they going, honey, I don't know if I'm going to be back, uh, next week on Monday or whatever, but for sure, when they put out that paper this, uh, summer, honey, we going to be all over that, chopping it up and breaking it down. So I wish everyone well, family, peace and love.